0: Hello and welcome to November's edition of the Snow Sports Podcast. In this, in this episode we'll be taking a trip back in time and have a look at the origins of snowboarding back in the early days. It's hard to say who actually invented the first snowboard. People have always found a way to slide down a hill on some sort of sled. The origins of snowboarding date all the way back to 1929. The first snowboard was said to have been created by M.J. Jack Versailles. He strapped his feet onto a plank of plywood and tried to secure them using a clothesline and horse reins. This was the first documented snowboard, although we have always found a way to slide down the mountain or something. Brochet came up with one of the first snowboards in 1965. Almost 30 years later, Sherman Poppin, a chemical glass engineer, invented what he called the Snuffer as a toy for his daughter. This was made from two skis together with rope in order to make it more stable. The snuffer sold over half a million times in 1966 as a toy for kids. He even organised competitions for it. Jake Burton took part in those competitions and became really interested in the snuffer. For him, it was a cool thing to do, not having the opportunity to go skiing or surfing due to his car accident. Dmitry Milovich started making snowboards in 1969. The idea came after sliding down some hills on a cafeteria flight whilst in college. His boards were based on surfboards combined with the way skis work. In 1972, Molovich started a new company called Winterstick. Even though Molovich led the snowboarding business in 1980, he still recognised as a very important pioneer of the sport. In 1977, Jake Burton, who had now finished NYU, moved to London Derry. Vermont to make some money building different versions of the snuffer which he still remembered. Burton's boards were made of laminated hardwood. He shocked all the snuffer riders by winning the snuffer competition with his own board which had the first set of bindings. During that time snowboarding appealed initially to a small group of surfers, skateboarders and backcountry enthusiasts. Brave souls who rolled their own snowboard were highly frowned upon by the majority of skiers. They were not even allowed to ride the regular slopes using skiing. Consistently, snowboarding started off piece. As snowboarding became more popular in the 1970s and 80s, the snowboarding pioneers such as Dmitry Molovich, an East Coast surfer, and Jake Burton, carpenter, came up with new snowboard design. Materials and machineries that slowly developed into the snowboard bindings and other snowboard equipment we know nowadays. After that, in 1979, Poppins stopped producing the snuffer and went back to his old profession. He was out of the business and never came back. Parallel to Burton, Tom Sims produced the first snowboard in 1977. Being obsessed with skateboarding, Sims tried to go out on the snow and slide down a hill with a snowboard he built in junior high shop class. He just glued some carpet to the top of a piece of wood and put aluminium sheeting on the bottom. Officially, the first real ski technology for snowboards was introduced by Burton in 1980. The new prototype had a P-TEX base combined with more of the ski technology that went into the boards. In the same year Sims designed a skate and snowboarding deal with a big mainstream company, Vision Sports, which helped him solving his financial problems. In 1982 the first national snowboard race was held in Suicide 6 outside Woodstock, Vermont. The goal of the race appeared mostly to be survival. Because the race consists of steep, icy kamikaze downhill race called the Face. In 1985, still only 39 of the approximately 600 ski areas in the world allowed snowboards. In 1986, Regis Holland, a French snowboarder, stars in Apocalypse Snow, who gathered attention, meaning snowboarding is becoming a more popular sport. Today, more than 3. million people snowboard. This number is made up of about 20% of the visitors to the US ski resorts. Also, the number of people who snowboard is predicted to overtake skiing by 2015. And now we have Richard from Snowboard Asylum who is going to tell you about the different types of boards.
1: Hi Ryan, as far as types of snowboarding is concerned, there are three different types, jibbing, freestyle and free riding. Jib- jibbing is influenced by grinding a skateboard. It is also a freestyle snowboarding technique of riding on any surface other than snow. Most common surfaces include metal rails, boxes, benches, concrete ledges, walls, rocks and even logs. Typically, jibbing occurs in a snowboard resort park but can also be done in urban environments. Now for freeriding. The freeride style is the most common and easily accessible style of snowboarding. It consists of riding down any terrain available but most often consists of set runs. Freeriding may include aerial tricks and jib or deep curve. Freeriding is usually a stiffer boot with a directional snowboard, since the freeriding style may encounter many different types of snow conditions, such as ice and deep powder. Finally, the third style, freestyle. This is where the rider uses man-made terrains such as rails, jumps, boxes, and various other features to perform tricks on. Like all freestyle features, boxes come in a variety of shapes, sizes, and difficulty levels. The intent of freestyle is to use the terrain features to perform a number of aerial or jib tricks. The term jib refers to the rider doing a slider press on an object not made from snow. This most commonly refers to tricks done on boxes, rails, or even trees. The equipment used in freestyle is usually a soft boot with a twin tipped board for better balance while riding regular or even switch. Freestyle riders who specialize in jibbing often use boards that are shorter than usual with softer flex and filled down edges. Shorter length enables the board to be rotated faster and a softer flex requires less energy for a rider to press a feature. Reverse camber boards are better known as rocker boards are most often used as freestyle boards due to their soft flex and inverted camber design. Pressing refers to a type of jib where the rider leans heavily towards the nose or tail of the board Causing the opposite end of the board to lift off the feature they are sliding on. This trick is typically done for added style Freestyle also includes halfpipe tricks
0: Thanks very much Richard. Now I'm going to pass you over to Alex who's with Napier Snow Sports Club He's going to tell you about their trip this year
2: ah, Thanks Ryan in January, Napier are headed into Avoriaz. The Stash snowboard park at Avoriaz is the first snowboard run of its kind in the whole of Europe. Up to a mile long and a vertical drop of around 500 meters, the Stash at Avoriaz is set to excite a whole host of intermediate to advanced snowboarders looking to ride a totally natural park. Made up of a range of features, the Stash will have cliff drops, huge tree rides, wall rides, wooden rails, wooden rainbow rails, long jibs, and a lot of hidden extras. The Stash at Avoriaz will only use natural obstacles of wood, rocks, dirt, and trees. Avoriaz was chosen amongst the likely few to host the very first Stash in Europe because of the reputation Avoriaz has for being a top-class freestyle snowboarding resort. Personally, I can't wait for this. Earlier in the year, I also visited the Relentless Freeze Festival in London. This is amazing and a must-see event for any skier or boarder. Basically a weekend in music shopping parties and post sports demos.
0: Thanks, Alex. Now over to Stefan, who is new to snowboarding, and is going to tell you about his experiences while I was on the slopes.
3: Oh, thanks, Ryan. I like snowboarding because it is a challenge and it is fun. Even though I used to be a skier, I still think snowboarding is better. Snowboarding is for people who seek thrill and like to go fast. The reason I do snow sports is because I like to skateboard, but I like the snow. I originally started skiing because the primary school made me do it in P5. I enjoyed this, but I have a better interest in freestyle. From this, I began to snowboard. Although it was hard at first, I enjoyed it a lot more. This has allowed me to progress as Hill End has a jump slope. This has allowed me to explore freestyle. As I started to freestyle, I progressed a lot. As I progressed, I started to get the hang of it and eventually bought my own freestyle board. Today I am currently in the Lastwood High School Centre snow sports team. As I was recently a beginner, I would recommend an all-mountain board. As Richard said earlier, it can cope with any terrain and it is much more forgiving and easier to learn on.
0: Thanks, Stefan. That's it for this month's snow sports podcast. Be sure to tune in next time. Thanks and goodbye.